Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Well, on Friday, uh, Kurt J. Mungle, who does theories of everything with Kurt J. Mungle, a very popular YouTube channel uh, and podcast where he interviews different people. He interviews a lot of people from the UFO community. Um, and on Friday, he had an interview on that he just uh, conducted with uh, Linda Moulton Howe, who, as you know, was very famous uh, UFO researcher, uh, uh, pretty much known mostly, I would say, for her uh, uncovering, pretty, pretty much blowing the lid off of the fact that uh, extraterrestrials are responsible for cattle mutilations. Back in 1980, she did a, a, a great documentary that was on, uh, featured on HBO, uh, called the strange harvest and uh, she's she's still active she just turned 80 years old and kurt uh, j mungle had had her on his program and it was a great show for the you know i, I watched the whole thing today and it was it was fantastic uh you know he he does a great job i think he's a nice guy does asks a lot of different questions and linda was you know she she was very interesting had a lot to talk about uh I, I always enjoyed listening listening to her, but however, uh, during the show today, at the end of it, uh, everything just blew up. Uh, basically, it started when Kurt asked a question. There was questions, different questions that uh, people have, I guess, before this interview happened, uh, there were a lot of his followers uh, sent questions in uh, to ask her during the interview, and one of the questions that was sent that had a lot of uh, upload upvotes was this was has has there ever been a case that you had uh that you had to redact because the information was incorrect and if so which case and uh linda moulton how did not like that question she she took it as a jab uh basically what he was asking her was um you know did was there any kind of story that you ever put out there that you ended up having to you know you know turn it or you know correct it you know uh you know, because it was bogus information. And uh, basically what she said, she responded, she says, I, I don't know why you're reducing the interview to this kind of petty stuff at the end. I really don't. Uh, she talked about how she's, you know, she corrected lots of different scripts that she wrote for different documentaries and that she had received many journalistic rewards, like over the, over the years, 35 to 40 different reward uh, uh, awards that she received, excuse me, not rewards, awards that she received throughout the years. Uh, and she basically said then, why would you end up with some kind of stupid question like this is beyond me. It's hostile, Kurt. Why would you do this? It's meaningless. What what have what have you done that you've corrected? Why why are you playing now we're going to trap Linda? You know, this is ridiculous. Uh and then Jamongle tried to explain that uh, there's some sentiment in the community that uh uh, Linda's, uh, that she's a great investigative reporter, but that, uh, especially in her early work, he said, and that toward the end of the, her career, perhaps not as much due diligence in vetting her sources. That's, that's what he put forward. Uh, this is just a perception. That's why people are upvoting it. The que that was the question. So, uh, that, you know, so she was very, she was not happy with this line of questioning and, uh, uh, and she's there like, by whom? 
Uh, she she wondered, you know, that's not my relationship with the world. She said, uh, "You're accusing me of being some gullible two-year-old, and I, and I have just celebrated my 80th revolution around the sun." Uh, there was there is something about this, Kurt, that just feels so unprofessional, so unfair. I am doing hard investigation every day and every week of my life on a variety of topics. Uh, Jay Mungle then said he he asked, you know, he tried to tell her that he did ask similar questions, you know, hard questions like this to people like Lou Elizondo. And uh, he didn't think it was a strange question. Uh, uh, And then she's, Linda responded, you just said it's because, you know, you have a reputation essentially of being gullible. Uh, And she said, she also said that the truth is opposite. Uh, And Jay Mungle went on to say that, you know, he's not trying to be accusatory. Uh, He's just simply trying to ask questions. People are just wondering. I I don't mean to offend. He didn't mean to offend her. Uh, He said he's received questions from all over the Internet uh, to ask how. uh, uh, And, and, you know, this is one of the questions, one of the popular questions, one of the ones that received a lot of upvotes. And, again, she wasn't wasn't, uh, too happy about this. Uh, the, you know, she said that uh, the act, at one point, right toward the end of this whole, like the whole interview was great, but like toward the end, it was a complete debacle. And then at one point, you know, there was just long silence. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was very awkward. I mean, I, of course, I will leave the link here, unless I'm sure some of you have already seen this, but I'll leave, I will leave the link in the description. I would recommend to watch the whole uh, video. Uh, the whole podcast it's you know well over two hours long but uh i would say that uh the ending of it again the rate it just the whole thing went off the rails and uh uh he at, 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 it got the it, there was this long silence and then he apologized um and uh then she she said she she said this is her quote she says i'm a professional producer writer director editor I have a tremendous number of awards. From my point of view, I know how hard I work for facts, and I take on subjects that some people won't touch because they're afraid. That's my answer. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, after she signed off, uh, she just then she just left abruptly. She left the interview at the you know without really saying goodbye and thank you. Or he he said thank you. He was very courteous, but she was very upset, and you could tell. So and then he's he he blamed himself. Uh, stating that he should have broached the subject differently. He said, I didn't mean to accost Linda. I didn't think she'd uh, interpret those questions as being hostile. Uh, and then he said next time he'll he'll try to uh, present the question in a different way. He'll broach the subject differently, he said. Uh, he, he, it's some people in the in his chat you know, were trying to tell him, hey, uh, you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, he didn't agree with that. Um he said I'm, he, his quote was i'm sure i've done plenty wrong i'll be watching it and make some notes and then right before he signed he signed off right before the end of the video he's a man oh man tonight will be an interesting night i feel embarrassed you know he said uh he's, he said he's holding i'm holding back my own cringe toward myself so it was a very awkward ending to a very you know interesting interview uh and uh i guess you know this is some of the pro- one of the problems you see sometimes in the UFO community, you know, there's people that uh, so mistakes you know, mistakes happen. I mean, when you're she's a reporter, okay, 
mistakes happen sometimes. I'm sure, you know, there's things that she probably made a mistake here and there. And, you know, but I, I guess at the same time, I don't understand why Kurt did ask that question. I, I'm torn on this. I don't think that she should have responded the way that she did. I would have handled it differently if somebody had asked me that question. I've made plenty of mistakes. I, You know, when I was a newspaper reporter, I remember... You know, writing an article uh, that was, you know, turned out, you know, was was wrong, and it was on top of the, fo- you know, up top of the fold. You know, I thought I was going to get fired, uh, and it was about uh, that a lawsuit was filed when, or an injunction was granted in a in a in a case, and in, you know, involving uh, local council. Uh, and uh, there was no injunction filed, but my my story and the headline said injunction has been you know was granted by you know by a judge. An injunction was was requested, but the injunction hadn't been granted granted. And I wrote the article as though the injunction was granted. Um, and uh, you know it was a major mistake. But you know sometimes mistakes happen. It's just one of those things. We're all human, you know. So I I I think if I you know if I were Linda, I would have approached that question differently and said, sure, you know, I made, I'm sure I made a mistake here and there, and just moved on. Next question. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know why. You know, it was such a great interview. There was other kind of questions that you know, I, you know, I'd be more interested in hearing about more about the cattle mutilations, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, I just don't know what, what, how this, what kind of question that is to ask some. I mean, you don't see, you don't see, uh, you know, other mainstream media, uh, reporters getting asked questions like this, you know, ever, you know, I guess who's going to ask them themselves. They're not going to ask them themselves those kinds of questions. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I felt it was, it was very awkward. Uh, it's definitely worth looking, checking this out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it was a very interesting interview. I guess, again, Kurt, his show theories of everything is really good. It's one of the best, uh, interview podcasts out there. He's pretty much seems like a very nice guy. Asks a lot of good, uh, pertinent, great questions. His guests usually have no problem with the questions, but you no, know, uh, today was, uh, yesterday, I guess now was one of those uh, times where somebody did have a problem with it. <clears throat> I think probably <clears throat> both people could have handled it differently. But uh, I don't think anybody, I don't think there should be any hard feelings between between them. I, I, I think, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I have a feeling that I think uh, Linda Moulton Howe, she took it the wrong way. I don't think, I don't think he, uh, uh, you know, Jay Mungo was, you know, trying to trick her or make her look bad or anything like that. It was just, I, I thought again, if it would if I would have been asked a question like that, I wouldn't. I I don't think I would have reacted that way. But again, you know, you know, sometimes I guess maybe there's things that happened recently to her where she's, you know, she's, you know, she's she's sick of hearing this kind of stuff. Maybe somebody else presented that kind of. But she said she didn't. And she, she just couldn't understand from her point of view why some, a question like that would be asked. I mean, she's a very serious person when it comes to this subject, and uh, and everybody appreciates the work that she's done throughout the years. Uh, and speaking of a strange harvest, I mean, there's only one place to watch that. It's on it's on Vimeo, uh, and uh, it's hard to find it. Actually, I mean, you could go to her. She has a website, and you could go to her website, and uh, you could buy a streaming version of it. But it'd be nice if it was not not just Vimeo. You know, I. You know, it would be nice to be able to get that on Amazon or Voodoo or something. Uh, it would, would be nice if that was made available there because I'd like to see that uh, documentary again. I haven't seen it in many, many, many years. Um, but, yeah, it was a very awkward interview at the end. I mean, most of it was great. And then the end, like, the the, the ra- just went flying right off the rails. And, uh, 
you know, I, I think the question, you know, if, if uh, you know, maybe it needed to be presented a different way. I'm not sure if Kurt did anything wrong. I, I you know, again, I would have handled it differently if I was both of them, actually. I, I'm not sure, sure even that question. I know it received a lot of upvotes, but you got to wonder sometimes, uh, are all these upvotes uh, from from people that really care or, 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 you know, there's trolls out there, you know? You know, somebody's trying to, get, you know, get him in trouble like this. I don't know. I could be totally wrong about that. Doesn't doesn't that does that statement doesn't make me right. Uh, so, with that said, I just think uh, it's a shame. It's unfortunate that that interview was such a great interview that it ended on those kind of terms. And I, I just hope that uh, uh, Linda Moulton Howe could, uh, you know, I hope she gets over this. Uh, I, you know, I'd like to see her on that show again. Uh, I wouldn't mind having an interview with her at some point. I, I think she's very interesting, and she has done a lot of uh, great investigative journalism, you know, with the UFO subject. It's her, her work, especially on the uh, cattle mutilations, is amazing. If it wasn't for her, you know, a lot of this information would never have made the, uh, made it to the light of day. And uh, Kurt J. Mungle, well, you know, he <laughs> he was very embarrassed at the end of the whole, this whole thing. Uh, he blames himself. I'm not sure uh, if it's. You know, it's it's not totally your fault here, Kurt. Uh, you know, it, things happen. Sometimes the way things are presented to people, sometimes they'll take it the wrong way, and maybe they shouldn't have taken it that wrong way. Sometimes you got to be, as for Linda, you know, hey, you, you got to have a little tougher skin than that. You know, it's like, okay, I made a mistake. Okay, this time, you just say what it is and just move on to the next question. It's not. It shouldn't have been that big of a deal, but... You know, unfortunately, it was a big deal. But I, again, I highly recommend that uh, you know it, it, you check this check this documentary or excuse me this interview out that uh, he had with her. It's very interesting, and then you'll see what I'm talking about at the end. And that's how unfortunate that it it was to end like that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back. We know you are there. Now, some of us are dumb about this, but we know you're there. Now, there's, I'm going to just put it this way. There's different levels of dumbness when it comes to the extraterrestrial reality. Uh, I think it starts with, I'd say there's probably the, the lowest echelon of dumb that you really don't want to be at is echelon four, level four, whatever, what, what, what have you. Um, Level four would be that that if you're level four ET dumb, that means you you're just you you have no clue. Like you have done no research. You 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 don't believe in it whatsoever. You 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 just have it's like the last furthest thing from your mind. And if somebody brings up the possibility that the extraterrestrials are visiting Earth, you just laugh it off and think it's totally ridiculous. You're really dumb. Okay, that's to the total le lowest level of dumb. When it comes to extraterrestrials on visiting Earth, the presence here that there is, there really is. So that means you're ignorant beyond beyond. So you don't want to be at level level four because you know w once the truth comes out, once the undeniable truth is revealed, you're going to be completely caught with your pants down, and you don't want to be at level four dumb. You know when that happens, you you you. So you want to try to undumb yourself. You need to undumb yourself. 
on this somehow. You need to start listening to people like me. You need to grab yourself some books on on the UFO subject. Uh, I talk about a lot of different books on here all the time. You know, you need to figure this out. You need to start watching some documentaries. You need to stay away from the mainstream news because they don't really cover it, not nearly enough. Uh, you need to realize that the video that the Pentagon has has said uh, contains images of objects that they can't uh, uh, explain. That they do, they would, they can explain it, but they're not really telling you the full truth. They're, they're extraterrestrial craft. So you don't want to be again. That's called level four dumb. You don't want to be on level four dumb. That's because you, you, so you need to try to undumb yourself. You need you want to try to get up to at least level three. At least get yourself up to level three dumb. Okay. Now, if you're at level three dumb, all right, um, you still want to try to undumb yourself. You don't want to be stuck at level three. Level three is those people that they're not sure. You know, maybe or. Some of them believe that there's life in the universe, but they they don't think it's coming here because they just can't believe that anything could come here from those such far distances because a lot of scientists told them that that's impossible. Yes, it's impossible to our science as far as our science knows, but it's uh, according in the science that's probably 50,000, 100,000, a million years, a billion years more advanced than our science. There's, their scientists are a lot different. They figured a lot of other things out. You have to try to understand that. Like, think, look at the big picture here. Uh, and, and then again, some of you people are these people in, the, in level three dumb are, you know, you you want you want uh, to believe. You, you, you know, you think maybe you know that, that's the again, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. Okay, you're just completely fooling yourself. Because I'm going to tell you something, it's real, okay? It is real. So you you don't want to be stuck in this. I think it might be real. Again, again, you're you're you need to try to undumb yourself and, and move up to level two dumb at least. At least get up to level two dumb. Um, <clears throat> now level two dumb is where I'm at right now. Like I know it's real, right? However, I don't have. I don't know anything other than that. I just know that there's a presence here, okay? I know something's here. I know something's going on, um, but I don't know what it is. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know how many there are. I know they're here, right? But I'm still I'm still dumb. I want to undumb myself, right? But I don't know how to go about that outside of, you know, you know requesting uh, repeatedly somebody in the Pentagon to finally come clean, okay? You know, because I, I I don't like being in this stage too dumb. You know, level too dumb is just no, I don't like it. So I wish I could. Un- I'm trying to undumb myself. In fact, I recently did a podcast where I actually requested the aliens to meet me for an interview. So far, nobody's responded. You know, I asked them to respond in a non-human kind of way, but they still haven't done so. So, and then there's level one dumb. Okay, level one dumb is uh, people within the government that are on the outside of the secret faction of the government who who do know that something's going on, but they're not, they don't, they're they're almost, uh, it's almost really close to level two dumb where I'm at, but level one dumb is a little bit, they have a little bit more information, not a lot, Uh, they're not allowed, they're not, not allowed to have a lot, okay. Um, because that's just the way the structure of the way this whole thing works within the 
the government and its secret faction and the and the and the and the layer that's right outside that faction like so that layer that's right outside that faction they're they're you know they're dumb just you know a little bit a little bit smarter than i am because they have access to a little bit more than than what i have like they they know everything that i uh, that i know except they know a little bit more so that's level one dumb so to get the only people that are out of dumb or it's a level it's level zero it's not it's it's over dumb that's the level that's above level one dumb it's called over dumb right they don't need to un- they, they, there's still some undumbing that they would like if you're in level 0 that means you're in the you're in the in the in the clique you're in the group you're in the in that secret faction you're among the the scientists the uh military officials the uh people from the corporations that uh, know about this that they know everything there is to know so they're out of the complete dumb you know they're they're not in any of those dumb levels okay they're not in dumb level 4 they're not in dumb level 3 they're not in dumb level two and they're not in dumb level one. They're above that. So they're at zero. Uh, they're above dumb. So there's no dumb aside. Just they're at level zero. Like it's then from there it goes down, you know, minus one. And when you're at minus one, that's minus one dumb, minus two dumb, minus three dumb, minus four dumb being the worst. So if you can get yourself to zero, that's where I'd like to get my mind. I like to go from two to zero. I like to make that jump, that leap. Okay. Because again, level level two dumb is you know it's you know again I I know they're here I've seen the craft I've seen one of the beings I've had and it went, one of them was in my room when I was a kid uh, so I know it's real that's all I really know I mean all the rest of this is speculation and conjecture uh, people that have been studying this for a long time people that have access to all the documentation. Uh, from over the over time within different governments of the world the united states government there's a faction i'm sure there's a factions in the united kingdom and and throughout the world russia uh all these countries you know uh there's different secret factions that are looking at this trying to figure this out trying to reverse engineer the technology trying to understand what the hell's going on uh i'm sure of it i'm certain of it right so i'd like to get to, to zero because i mean the, the thing is zero really not that great either you, you, i mean sure i'm sure you know a lot more than you know a level one or level two you know uh, you know level one or level two dumb you're better off uh, than those people but still uh there's no way you can know everything even at zero okay and then at some point maybe you know you know maybe we can start getting to you know above zero go one smart you know too smart you know but right now we're so we're the it's this has been covered up and kept secret not just by the military but by the extraterrestrials themselves so a lot of us are you know in these stuck in these levels of dumb and uh it sucks i don't want to be level two dumb thank god i'm not level three or level four dumb okay but I, at least I'd like to get the number one dumb, you know, at least give me one. I'll take a step somehow. So somebody from the Pentagon, give me a, throw me a bone, something. You don't have to tell me everything. Just give me something here. Something that nobody else knows. Then I can move up to level one dumb, you know? And, and then of course, it'd be nice if they just opened it all up. Let us all, let us all, let us all step out of ET dumb you know, whatever level, right to zero. We can go to zero. All be at zero together. That's what we're trying to achieve here. So, yeah, think about it. 
Okay, moving on. Um, I've been rereading uh, Communion by Whitley Strieber. Whitley Strieber, excuse me. And uh, it's a classic book. It was released in the late 1980s. Uh, this is it right here. Uh, Communion. If you don't read I'm sure a lot of you out there have read this book. Uh, very, very famous uh, cover of, of an alien. And uh, I, I'm in the middle of it again. I, I, it's been a few years since I read it. Probably, well, probably longer than a few years. Probably like six, seven years now since the last time I read it. It's a very interesting book. And it's about uh, Whitley Stryber's own experiences with extraterrestrials throughout his life, actually. And uh, he comes up with some very, in- very interesting thoughts on on aliens in this book, um, and, and, and re- basically how he talks about how they, uh, how it seems like they they have a hive mentality. Basically, how, how he puts it here on on page one forty five. Uh, basically, it's a single mind with millions of bodies, a brilliant creature, but lacking the speed of independent, quick witted mankind. Yeah, it's like okay, think about that. So it's basically the high, the alien hive mentality versus the individuality of human beings, you know. And maybe that's why they view us as a threat. That's what he, you know, it's just one of his uh, hypothesis hypotheses uh, on this, you know, why they're so secretive. What you know that they view us as a threat why they might view us as a threat because of our own individuality which is you know true we all of us you know want to do what we want to do uh you know some of us do think alike but you know not all of us think alike uh, and everybody's you know so some people are just completely different than anybody else you know there's you know, a lot of us out there so but from so but from their point of view that scares them because they can't understand that it doesn't make any sense you know the uh, to them, you know, why wouldn't, uh, to them, they just can't understand, like, well, how could we all want to be individuals? You know, why aren't we all working, at, you know, uh, f- for the same purpose? Like, we are. That's from their point of view. So basically, just like like he says, uh, millions of bodies with one brain. You know, it's one body. Uh, and then there was a, a, a brilliant paragraph here. I'm going to read it again. It's on page 145. He says, he writes, if I am right about them, it is unlikely that there will ever be the kind of open contact between our two species that seems so logical and useful to us. Even a well-intentioned human being would pose a threat in that his accidentally taking an action they had not anticipated might cause them literally to lose track of him right in the middle of one of their own craft. Might he not then be able to explore it at will, learn its secret secrets, and potentially at least release all of us into the cosmos? I mean, that would be, that would be a concern. If that is the case, that could be a concern among among aliens that uh, ex- extraterrestrial visitors that they they view us as if we 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 act individually a lot of times. You know we. Uh, we do have our organizations that are supposed to follow certain guidelines and certain rules, but you know how that goes. They don't always do that. You know, there's individuals could, could change, could try to attempt to change those things. So, you know, and, and, and say, uh, I believe something crashed in Roswell and I'm sure that there's other spacecraft that have, has crashed throughout the years. Uh, so with that in mind and, and say these uh, visitors uh, understand this, they, they know this, uh, there has to be some concern then, oh, oh wait, all these, these, these brutal, brutish human beings have access now to 
uh, our technology, what if they reverse engineer it and next thing you know, all of them are out, you know, just like we are, and but they're out, you know, doing whatever they want, you know, you know, for whatever, uh, wh- wh- whatever they contrive that, w- that they want to do. Uh, imagine. So, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I, I, I uh, an interesting hypothesis that he uh, presents here. And uh, so we, we could be a threat to extraterrestrials because of our individuality, you know, because it's so unpredictable. You know, some one of us could, you know, if if one of us were had one of these craft, for instance, one of us could try to use it for good. You know, you know, it wouldn't be that big of big of a problem for the greater good. And somebody else might want to use it for for themselves, for selfish reasons, for destruction, just for the heck of it. You know, and, and that could be a concern. And if we if we were ever ever able to reach a point where, you know, any any and all of us at will could could travel through the through the galaxy and visit other places at that ha- that could be viewed as a threat by these beings and maybe that's why they're here maybe that's what they're they're trying to prevent that from happening um because their hive mentality says that our in our individuality uh that's not going to work in their book and maybe you know that that, that presents a a, a a threat at some point down the road for them and uh <clears throat> i don't know it's just again striber he he when in his book and i'm sure still to to this day he he has no idea none of us have no idea really what's going on i know so a lot of people uh you know try to say you know i all we could do is theorize i'm sure i'm, I'm i i would hope that the people sitting on this information within our government knows what's going on um and, and again uh I just watched this very interesting interview with uh, Linda Moulton Howe and uh, she had with uh, Kurt J. Mungle. And, uh, you know, in that interview, there was discussion. Like she, She's of the belief that uh, that there are all, there's different kind of aliens out there. Some of them are trying to prevent some. Some of them are good and, uh, and they're trying to prevent some other ones that are bad from from causing us harm in some way. Again, I, I don't know how you could know this. Uh, without, but that's her belief. I mean, again, uh, to me, that should be speculation. I, I, I can't see how any of us could know this unless you're on the in with the government somehow, Un- unless you're actually uh, one of the people that are sitting on some secret board and uh, that that oversees the the faction within the go- our government or any world government for that matter. That's you know trying to study these things that, that has been studying these things for the last seventy five years. Uh, so yeah, I, I, that's why we could be a, th- we could be a threat to, to, to extraterrestrial visitors. They could look at us as a threat because, uh, they could look at us and say, Hey, they, they don't, they don't act and think the way we do. You know, they're not like us. If, if in fact they do have a hive mentality, but that's what it does seem like based on all the different kind of, uh, evidence that's been gathered, you know, in, uh, different people that have claimed to be abducted by these things. Uh, it just seems like there is this hive mentality that they're all operating on, on the same wavelength, and they all they, they all have one one singular. They're all trying to work toward one singular purpose. There's not doesn't seem to be any stragglers. Although I will, uh, I, I and I have done in the past. I will throw out there that uh, uh, you know you wonder what happened back in 1993 in uh, in Zimbabwe near Zimbabwe, uh, South Africa. 
when a alien spacecraft landed outside of a, a school with the elementary kids, you know, over uh, over forty of them, you know, saw this alien come out who out of the, one of the craft and this being communicated with them telepathically, t- telling them that the, the expressing concerns about the dangers of technology. Uh, I I always wonder was that some did, did some alien or extraterrestrial being uh, go rogue with that one? I mean, you don't usually that usually doesn't happen every day, you know. But there were all these witnesses, and I just don't see how the how as far as I'm concerned that that's proof that there's something going on here right there. I mean, you you a bunch of kids uh, over forty kids aren't going to lie. They, you know, now they're grown up and they all say the same story. They're all still sticking by the story. Uh, you know, little kids can't, uh, they, they don't, they can't conspire to, to uh, contrive something like this. So I, I believe that that's proof that aliens are coming. That, that's just one, another, uh, that's more evidence. You know, that's another, uh, actually that's, as far as I'm concerned, it's undeniable proof. That's one element of undeniable proof, right? But I'm getting, besi- that's besides the point. What I'm trying to say is, it doesn't make sense when you consider everything else that's been going on here. Why, why, why did they do that? Just that one time as, as far, I mean, I haven't heard any other stories like this. Why that one school? Why those kids? You know, what about all the other schools and all the other kids? Uh, why just one time? Was it, was, was it a joke? I mean, did somebody go rogue? I mean, if they are, if aliens are, uh, a hive mentality, if these visitors coming here are all thinking the same way and for the same purpose that they all, uh, think that this was a good idea because it doesn't make any sense if you're trying to keep something secret why would you do this i i don't know because they are they obviously are trying to keep their presence secret uh, why would they show up in front of a bunch of kids and do something like that doesn't make much sense does it but anyway uh the bottom line is if 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 the extraterrestrials visitors are operating under this hive mentality uh like striber says uh you know a million bodies working as one uh they could view us we, we could be a threat to that our individuality poses a threat to that, that again uh, this is another just speculative statement I, I, this is me i'm saying this as fact it's just something to throw out there because actually we don't have a, we just don't have a lot we don't have a lot to go on other than the fact that we know that they're here uh, uh because our government officials have failed us for 75 years they're just starting to do this slow disclosure nonsense uh, this is all we got. This is all we have. So uh, all, all we can sit back is, all we can do is sit back and speculate. You know, you know, who knows?